Well, from from neon beautiful dress to sweater. Oh, it's cold today, and I'm like running from one thing to the next. Uh, I literally just, like rushed in the door. Can we clarify? It's not cold. It is cool. It is it is hoodie weather. Well, I was I was cold because I came from the hairdresser, but she didn't even have we didn't have time to blow dry my hair, so it's wet. So I'm cold. Um, I'm excited that. I know I wanted to eat one too. You brought the, so good. I have not had one of these. Um, go ahead and tell them about why there's chocolate on the table. There is chocolate all over the table. Um, this one is, in particular, is a work of art because. Oh my gosh, that is The good. reason we are rushing from one thing to the next is you and I just got back from Reno, Nevada, on a visit to Dorinda's Chocolates. Oh my god, dude. It's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. But this is like, this had to come home on the plane with us. They don't ship it because it's so fragile. There's just no way to make sure that it would get to people safely. But, but it also has 12 egg. eggs. You crack chocolate it open eggs. down the middle and it has chocolate eggs inside it. But this is like hand painted with chocolate. It is a chocolate work of art. It's amazing. It really is. It's amazing. And I'm really excited for my life. I would eat it if I knew I wasn't going to sound like you on camera because well, this is this so is good. Delicious. So good. Um, um, but I'm so excited because I got to make a Captain Evil box of chocolates for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. They like. Look, can I open them? Can I show people? We won't no. talk. We won't talk about the chocolates the whole time. No, don't open it. Yes, Why? But let me just talk about this first, and I'm really proud of you. You know, me and you do things together. Uh-huh. And you have always been there for me. And I have always been the star. Um, even though you are the star. But no, you're the star. I have been the kind of the forefront of a lot of the things that we've done yeah. over the years. And you have been an amazing wife and a strong wife and a sweet wife and a humble wife to always be there for me, to back me up. Why are you making me cry? I'm not trying to make you cry. It's not Mother's Day yet. I'm just saying that it it is, it is, you know, I work very hard to highlight how beautiful you are, how talented you are, how smart you are, how good at things, how good you are at things. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, it feels like it's finally paying off because (laughs) you got invited. It was a, you know, yes, they met you through my brand, but they want you. And Dorinda's Chocolates reached out and said, look, we want to do something with Renee. And, and you've always complimented me um, with your social media, with, you know, um, things that you do. So I'm excited to be able to compliment you and help you succeed with something that is for you. I'm so excited just because, one, I tasted the chocolates. Before there was even a, we want to partner with Renee, I tasted these chocolates and I said, oh my gosh, where are these from and where can I get more? Because they legit are delicious. I didn't realize that like, they don't use wax in their chocolate and I never stopped to think about... Well, it's 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 hard. I never hard. stopped to think about it. It's hard for us because we don't always want to be selling you guys stuff. and And unfortunately, the world that we live in the way that we make a living is by selling stuff. I tell you all the time. I at the end of the day, I sell booze and chicken wings in the comedy clubs. In the, the in the comedy pop, clubs, pop food. in the theaters, right? If if I come to town, you know, let let's um popcorn and nachos. Same with movie stars, yeah. right? And at the end of the day, I sell booze and food. Yeah. Right. That's how I pay my bills because the the comedy clubs, the theaters go, 
yes, we would like to have Steve because Steve sells tickets. They come to our venue. They buy our food. They buy our drinks. So yeah. uh, ultimately, when you look it all down, it is we are salesmen. But we very we, Renee and I try to really, really um, not sell you things that number one we don't believe in, and number two we don't want to always be selling you stuff. So we're very, very selective uh, about the things that we do do and pick because we do have integrity and we do want our name to. We we don't want to have you support us. And, and it's shit. Oh, yeah, so, for sure. Well, I'm picky. I'm picky. I mean, look at the Captain Evil cups. You know, it was like we, it's a handmade item. It was limited production because they were beautiful and special. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I can get behind that. I can sell that. And, and you know, so that people, you know, this is not the first offer that Renee has gotten. We have said no to a lot of things because, you know, we also feel like, hey, you know, we don't want to sell things for um, other people and us not make a lot of money doing it or we don't like the product. So when when Dorinda's Chocolates came on our doorstep and said, hey, we want to do something Captain Evil. And now you can tell them about the chocolate because it, it has blown my mind. It's so good. It's it is so good. It ruined me. It like, it melts in your mouth. Oh yeah. Cause didn't we talk about, have we, did we talk on the podcast about hide, hide in the pantry and eat the massive tub of know. sea salts from Sam's club? I didn't know that chocolate has wax. Yeah. Or pa- like paraffin to hold it and preserve it and keep it shaped. They put yeah. paraffin, they put wax so that it lasts longer so that it doesn't melt. I didn't know fast. they did that either. But when you taste chocolate that doesn't have that in it. It's, it's, you know, it's no secret that my favorite chocolate go-to candy is peanut butter cups. Uh And now that I've eaten Dorinda's peanut butter cups, when you actually taste the real peanut butter and the real chocolate, it's a different experience. Yeah. It is, it is amazing. So... We went to Reno. We went to Reno. You talk. I, I'm see again. I'm I'm stealing. Your I was gonna say. I will know, and I'm so I'm so excited about it because it was it was so much fun, and they were amazing. One, they put a Captain Evil logo on a piece of chocolate that is just for this box, and they like we tried it on different things. We tried it on a chocolate piece, and the logo didn't look quite right. So then they had me taste some things with white chocolate on it. And it is a like a lemon tart that they ended up oh. putting the logo on. And it's I know when you say lemon tart chocolate, it sounds kind of funky, but whatever is it, in that lemon it tart tastes it like is a, so good. It tastes like a piece of cake. Yeah, it does. It doesn't taste like a, a your typical piece of chocolate. It tastes like And it doesn't eating. taste like typical white chocolate either. It it tastes, tastes like a piece of cake. Yes, it tastes like lemon. It's delicious. And and I got to make one. Like they had us stir a batch of it and put so they only use all natural ingredients. So it was legit lemon oil, like pure lemon oil that I'm was stirring in the chocolate. It's so good. So first of all, Dorinda's, thank you so much for for taking a chance on us and and it was really cool to see because it is a a mother her the mother that owns this chocolate company her name is Dorinda and her son is now running the um, business it is all mom and pop it's handmade, uh, handmade they make it there in their shop you know and, and we're just hoping to to deliver them customers because they are taking care of us we're going to take care of them and they so we decided okay 
what is the amount of boxes for Mother's Day? So there's well, so that was their concern is they were like, well, how many orders are we going to get? And we just we don't know. We've never done anything like this. So there is a limited number of boxes and once that that they can guarantee that they can hand make in time for Mother's Day because it's a Mother's Day box. You, it has like can, a Mother's Day label on it. You can it already everything. order them, pre-order them and have them ready. But um, there's only a, a certain amount. So you have to put Trevino in the code so that they know that you're actually ordering the Captain Evil box. Yes. So, so they get the Captain Evil chocolate. Because the other thing we made was he asked me, Dustin, he said, Renee, what flavors do you like? Like we can make any, com- we can put anything in chocolate, whatever you like. He's like, it doesn't have to be. Um, you don't have to think of the traditional things. And I was like, well, I mean, I really like German chocolate cake. And he said his wife has been requesting the same thing. And he's like, we tried one iteration of it, but it didn't work. And I told him, I said, well, if your wife wants it too, and this, you know, I was like, I think, I think there's something we can do here. It. Let's, yep. let's do this one. So you will get a box of chocolates. Now, here's what I also found interesting. Um, Rick, I got to tell you, man, and you're a lot like me. I had no idea. I went along to support you. Yeah. I went along to to help you be successful. Uh-huh. Right. Um, and and I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna go fucking do this chocolate thing with Renee. And I, you know, I'm there for for the support of Renee. I don't know how interested I am in freaking chocolate. I, I do think it's delicious, but in, in making a box with you, yeah. I was truly, truly um so interested because Rick, I like shows like how how it's made. And to when I started learning all the science. Oh, even like from the cacao bean to the cacao pod and the fat and the way it separates. Yeah. And what white chocolate is versus, you know. So I like to learn things and I really enjoyed the process of learning how it's all done. You know, and how they fill them up and how they build, they make the casing. Yeah. I, I mean, it was just an incredible experience to, it was really a hands-on how how it is made. Well, and I learned that like being a chocolatier is such an art form. It's a science. Yeah, it actually, yes, you're right. If, like, if, if you over melt chocolate. The temperature. The temperature, you're screwed. Yeah. If you under do it you're screwed yeah so they test it they take a little piece of paper wax paper they dip it in the chocolate they set it aside and they have to make sure that once it it dries that it breaks a certain way yeah before they even start doing it. it was it was fascinating and and yeah. i i well, enjoyed no, one time they even had me with there were blow dryers in the kitchen and they had me with a blow dryer and they were like you know what we've used different tools and we found that the blow dryer is like the perfect combo of just the right heat and renee you knows how to handle the blow chocolate. dryer there's a blow joke there but i'm not gonna do it because everybody wrote it in their head it's too easy um <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was it was an incredible experience and and you can go to Dorinda's Chocolates. We're going to put a little tab on, on my website and, and Renee's socials as well so that hopefully, hopefully, my love, that people will love you and support you. And, and I just think it's and, such a... Um, don't go to a gas station and buy your Mother's Day gift like, like Steve typically does. It's such a... The box, like the chocolates are beautiful. Each one is its own little special thing. And, and I will tell you that, that it's not crazy expensive, but it's also not cheap. But you're also getting a super high quality product. And what I learned is that the most expensive part is the shipping. Yeah. Because they do not use wax. 
Yeah. Because they do not use um, preservatives. Yeah. So it right? comes like insulated and so, temperature it, controlled. He goes, he goes, where do you think most of your cells are going to come from? I said, well, Texas, of course. Texas always supports us. Uh-huh. Uh, and California. And he goes, oh, and Phoenix. And, you know, he goes, that's why it's places. so expensive. He goes, all the hot places. <laughs> he goes, it's really hard to make sure that our chocolate gets there uh, with the quality control that they expect. So it, I will, that, that, well, that was the other thing I learned is they showed us there's like, she said in the beginning when they started their factory, one of the most expensive things they bought, um, was what did they call it? A humidor? Like, like for cigars, because apparently moisture just like kills chocolate. Yeah. That, well, that was what was interesting too, is all of the, um, all of the learning curve that they've had to learn. And, and even like they go, man, if it's raining outside, it changes things yes. when, they're, when they're making chocolate. Uh-huh. So they have now learned how to adjust if it's raining, if it's snowing, if it's cold, if it's too dry. Like yeah. it, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And that's what they're saying. Like we can't ship on dry ice. Do you want to open it? Show it Do you want to show it? Yes. I would love to. Well, this is, <laughs> so they were sweet and they let you and I make some chocolates and then the Captain Evil ones were not coming out very good. And she's like, it's okay. You can take those home. We won't put those in the box. We'll make sure to put some really good ones. But um, there's one, I don't know if I'm, I'm going to be able to lift it up to see. The German chocolate one that we made has like gold dust on it. I don't want to put my fingers all over them, but there's a chocolate covered cherry in here. And that's like their chocolate covered cherries are actually award winning. They've gone to chocolate competitions. Well, no, but, but you know, and you'll hear more about the story, but it, it is, it is unbelievable the way that their company took off. They, they got invited to a national chocolatier convention. Yes. On accident. They got an invitation that was supposed to go to another chocolate company. She's Dorinda's, and I think it was supposed to go to like it was a name Dorinda slip, Dor- or Dor- Dorado's, Dorado's, or I don't or know something. what the heck it was. So you know, here this mom and her son show up from making chocolates in their kitchen, and he said, "Oh my gosh!" Like there's like you know huge chocolate displays and. People have chocolate sculptures and they're trying to get all this attention. We were out of our league. He goes, we were, you know, we showed up, we go, we don't belong here, which they did not. And, you know, they have their little table. One of the things that they noticed is that everybody would walk around eating the chocolates, but then everybody had a trash can near their chocolates because people take a half a bite, they throw it away, right? Go try another one. And he noticed, he looked down and his, his, um, trash can was empty. Nobody had thrown any chocolate away. They're not supposed to be there. Well, that's, I'm sorry, but that was the part of the story that I loved. And when we, we were there with Drendon and Dustin, she said, once they got there, they, they legit thought they were invited and they were supposed to be there. And once they got there and they realized like what was up and they, they weren't actually supposed to be there. She was like, at that point, she's like, as a mom, like I'm in front of my son, you know, she's like, if it had just been me, I probably would have just packed up my stuff and gone home. No, I don't big, belong no here. big deal. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be here. But she was like, no, I, we came, we brought our stuff. I was with my son. She's like, I had to set an example for him. And like, I almost teared up when she said that. Cause I can imagine. Oh, there was a lot of tears. Like, there was a lot know? of tears while we were filming yesterday. Uh, because they're just, they have the same passion we do, you know, and, and the same passion for quality and the same passion for, their customer and you know so anyway they the the they start doing awards and he says there's like 30 awards and and 
you know, his him and his mom look at each other like, all right, let's let's pack our shit. Let's just go. We did it. We finished. We crossed the right. finish we line. We crossed the finish yeah. line. You know, award number one, award number two, and award number three. As they're about to leave, they say, and the most coveted award, which is the People's Choice Award, is Dorinda's Chocolates. They won People's Choice Award uh-huh. at one of the biggest chocolate um, uh, conventions. Yeah. You know, that's after- like kismet. That's the that's the the stars aligning that they got an invitation that was supposed to go to somebody else. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. You know, so we can't wait to show you guys. And then, of course, Renee was walking around <laughs> with this thing because uh, th- this is beautiful. And they do do these. There's 12 little eggs in there. But you have to come to their shop because and pick they, these up. They won't how do you, ship. How do they you won't ship, ship. It? They'll break. Uh, and Renee almost made it. <laughs> she lost a leg. It. I got it home minus a, minus a little foot. The she little lost the, the, little, the little foot. But I was, it goes right there. But you have to like melt that. it. Use your blow dryer. Melt it together. Put it back. See, thank you. Yeah. But I'm. I thought for sure it was gonna be in pieces by the time I got it home on the plane. Well, we definitely had fun, and and you know, as Mother's Day approaches, um, we you know we can't wait. Then we we hope to have a bunch of these chocolates available. We need to start working on setting up our Mother's Mother's Day Day podcast. podcast. Yes, I want to be able to offer them to the moms at the Mother's Day podcast. Yes. So we're 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 really trying to put something together. Very very special. Um, for Mother's Day, but it, you know, gosh, I was so tired. But it was, it was. Oh, you, you had a crazy schedule. You got like Sunday, you flew into Austin, and Garrett's baseball tournament happened to be like twenty minutes from the airport. So you went straight to baseball tournament. They had an amazing weekend. I was oh. so glad you got to end up being there for two games. Baby, I motivate. I got them excited and roused. You know, my job, <laughs> my job as baseball coach is I'm the hype man. I go in there and I get pumped and I get loud and I get them excited and and motivated and and I'm just so proud of our boys. We ended up in the championship game, and this is our first time um, to get that far to get that far in the championship game. So the first inning, they were frazzled and they were definitely nervous. So they scored seven runs on us in the first inning. We're like, oh my God, we're about to get smashed. Yeah. Well, my boys went out there. Our boys, there's a lot of coaches and a lot of family that that really dedicates um, their time and efforts into baseball. So it's I don't want to. It's a team. I don't want to say my my boys, but work. but all of us, right? Um, the next four innings, they did not let them score one point. Well, no, they the they ended up scoring one more. Final score, they had eight points. Oh, but yeah. in all the innings, they only it was it was that first inning, and then after that, they yep. stopped them. And we scored. We ended up scoring three, so we lost eight to three. But we did end up with the silver ring, the hardware, as they say. And oh, oh my, my god, gosh, those they, things are huge! Oh, why why yeah. is that the thing in baseball tournaments that these children get this massive like? Pl- isn't it plastic? What is it made out of? Metal it's plastic? Heavy. I don't it's know. It's heavy. like heavy plastic. But you know, the boys were so proud, and and it was just a. A Those really, rings are ridiculous. Uh, and I just got, I'm getting emotional now, man. I mean, you know, I never get to make the games because obviously I'm on the road, you know. Yeah. And I had told the boys, I said, guys, I'm going to be, I go, if you guys get to two games on Sunday, I will get to be on the field with you guys and I will get to see a game. I said, please, please. I bribed them. I said, we will have a pizza party if you guys go to game two, right? Uh-huh. And uh, I get there, coach, we're going to game two, pizza party. So I was already so excited to- Now we're going to figure out when we're throwing this pizza party. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just, I was so excited to be on the field with those boys. And and I'm so proud of Garrett. You know, he's such a good baseball player. And, and 
Last game, all tied up, and we're last at bat. Yeah. And all this other team has to do is stop us, and they win. Bases are loaded. We need one more point. And I was like, oh, my God, it's on Garrett. Garrett is now up to bat. Uh-huh. And if he strikes out, that this game, game is over, and we lose the game. And I'm like... That's so much pressure for I'm a like, seven-year-old. Oh, my God, dude. Like, my... my, my to get his team to the championship. Like, yes, he's it's on him. And he gets up there, first pitch, and he nails a walk-off. And it was... I'm getting a little emotional. He, I'm over here. He runs the first. Uh-huh. All the kids come out, and all the coaches come out to grab Garrett. Uh-huh. And Garrett is pushing kids out of the way and pushing coaches out of the way to get to me. Yeah. And he comes straight to me and he grabs me and I pick him up and we just, it was just a, a, a wonderful father son yeah. uh, moment, but you should have seen him, honey. Like he was, he, cause you went to Encanto. I, I was going to so. say, I missed it. I had bought tickets to Encanto. On ice. A long, Encanto on ice. Yes. A long time ago, thinking it was Sunday afternoon and if, Garrett couldn't make it. I could still make it with Delilah. Like, you know, that we'd make it work somehow. Never did I imagine it was going to fall on the weekend. The they made it that far. Um, but man, Garrett's like pushing. I mean, literally like move out of my way. I got to get to my dad. Yeah. You know, and I picked him up and it was just, it was a, a, a really proud dad moment. And, and we just had a wonderful weekend. And then, you know, left Omaha, got two hours of sleep, got on a plane Got to Austin, drove to the tournament, did yeah. three games, two games. Two games. Uh, at the tournament. Didn't get home. Well, and you and I, I didn't even get to see you because yeah. I was waiting for you to get to the baseball field before I left with my mom and Delilah because we did the first game in the morning before I left with them to go to Encanto. But your flight was delayed. So I left Bay behind with Garrett. And, and then mom Sunday and I night, went. knowing that it's me and Renee back on a plane to go to Reno um, Monday morning yeah. to get out there and do this chocolate bullshit that I ended up liking um, <laughs> and, and thought it was cool. That's, that's another thing about like, you know, uh, the husband wife experience, right? Yeah. Like when you're a single guy, you, you know, the, the, what I'm trying to say is the things that, that I think I don't like, or I don't want to do. And you're like, <laughs> No, you have to do it with me because you're my husband. Yeah, you got to come to this chocolate making class with me, babe. But, you know, and, and yeah. it, 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 I would not find those things if you didn't make me. Yeah. Right? You know, I was never a wine drinker ever until you and you were yeah. like, have a glass of wine. Have you don't even wine. drink yeah. coffee. Uh, I didn't drink coffee either. Um, but you were always like, hey, have a glass of wine with me. And I'd be like, oh, okay, well, this isn't bad. You know, and then, uh, well, I want to go to a winery and I want to, you know. <laughs> Can we go? Can we go wine tasting? And I'd be like, Oh my god! Like, I gotta go fucking wine tasting. Is there not a whiskey tasting? You know, there um, is. But now, as as you've made me do things, I go. You know what? I enjoy that. You know, I enjoy going to a, a, a winery and having yeah. sitting outside and having cheese and and salami and apples and and. Uh, drinking wine so yeah uh, this is one of those things it's like okay Renee's gonna drag me or not drag me I I, I did want to do it because I wanted to support you doing something yeah um, in the entertainment world with us so uh, but I ended up really really enjoying it and it was it was um, a really great experience even though 
I was exhausted yeah. and tired. You know. Well, you also failed to mention that I know they, they put us up in a casino. So <laughs> you had some entertainment in your downtime. Uh, baby, I got to make a living. <laughs> okay. I Stand up is my hobby. Okay. Stand up, I, you know, craps is my career. Yeah. And I got to put in 40 hours a week. Yeah. To make sure. Um, but it was it was it was a really great experience. I'm so happy that we did it. And, I am too. Um, I'm glad I did Encanto on Ice with Delilah too. I felt really guilty, but I was like, oh, do I just like, do we not go? Garrett's in the championship. Do we just stay and watch? But but then on the other side, I also felt well, guilty. Remember, if we I didn't the, take Delilah. We weren't in the championship yet. Yeah. We were not. In the, we were going to the game. That if we won that game, then we would go. Then we would go to the championship. Championship. Yes. So it was still up in the air. Yeah. You know. I just felt like I did, we did all those things with Garrett. We took him to Paw Patrol and we took him to Peppa Pig live and I hadn't done any of that with Delilah. That's, that's what's made having two kids so hard, man. Like, you know, I'm, I am bedroom routine guy with Garrett and for Garrett. And because of that, it doesn't let me, um, be that to Delilah. Yeah. So it's really hard and, you know, sometimes we switch, right? But again, I would have, you know, I would have loved to go to Encanto with my daughter, you know. But again, I'm doing the Garrett thing. You're doing the Delilah thing. And it, it makes it makes the kid raising harder, right? And you do realize that that second kid does not get the dual parent um, attention, if well, you will. That's what, well, and that's why I'm struggling with this, like, traveling baseball thing and when you know you talk about playing it two seasons and I'm like I just I I don't know if I'm up for that one because you travel on weekends but two also because it, I don't think it's fair to Delilah to have her at a baseball field all day Saturday and potentially all day Sunday it's I mean it's part of it you know and and obviously we're not going to play year-round baseball we decided we're not doing that um and then you know it's going to get more complicated as as we um, put Delilah in things. Yeah. You know, because right now it's Garrett Jiu-Jitsu, Garrett Baseball, Garrett Jiu-Jitsu, Garrett Baseball, Baseball on the weekends, and Delilah does not have her thing yet, but we're about to start putting her in maybe Jiu-Jitsu, you know, maybe yeah. um, gymnastics. She loves to dance, so maybe Oh, you should have seen her. I, I got her a little Mirabelle dress. And she, the, when she saw it, she was so excited and she put it on and then mom brought her a little Mirabelle doll and she took it with her to the show and the little shoes kept slipping off and she was like, oh no, Mirabelle needs her shoes. And she's like, find the shoe and would put the shoe on. She had to have both her little shoes. That's definitely so a big difference. Garrett, Garrett could not sit through a movie with interest um, until he was probably four uh, I remember him and Delilah, being like younger than most kids, but Delilah. Yeah. Oh, Delilah's not even two and a half. And she's all about like, if we go to the movie, she'll sit and watch a movie. Mm -hmm. She'll sit here at the house and, and find something interesting. Or you said she was just totally engaged. She, I, we were running late. We actually, we got like legit, something happened on the 35 going to San Antonio and traffic was stopped at a standstill. And my mom was like, well, it's okay if we get there at intermission. Like that's probably all Delilah can handle anyways, the second half of the show. And no, I mean, she was engaged the, the entire whole time. time. But you the didn't make it time. there on time. 
We got there a little late. It had started. I should know that. I should have known. <laughs> I don't even know why I asked. Of course you got there well, a little no, late. Well, no, I didn't. It's at the Alamo Dome because it's on ice. In I, my head, I was like, oh, I'm going to the Majestic. I, I, you know, we always talk about our idiosyncrasies. Is that what it's called? Uh-huh. Right? And one of mine is I get crazy anxiety being late. And I don't know how you... I don't. Who, you I, you well, are... It's so weird. I get anxiety about completely different other things. But you're but obsessive compulsive. Late. You are a... You're one of these people that obsesses over what you like. And every piece of chocolate in the box. Chocolate, like, <laughs> and, and you get you get anxiety when things aren't perfect. And uh-huh, you get anxiety I, yeah. when... and and But you don't give a fuck about being late. <laughs> and I, I go, I get anxiety. I go crazy. Like I cannot be late. Well, I think it's, if no, it's not like, it's not, I don't give a fuck about being late. Like I don't, you you have to not give a fuck. No, I mean, I'm trying, I'm making an effort. Like I literally feel like I'm always running from one thing to the next and, oh, I forgot this or I forgot that. Like, it's not intentional that I'm just like, ah, who cares? I'm making an effort to get there on time. Well, then what, again, being married, what drives me crazy is that you will make me late and then, like, if we're going to a meeting or we have a shoot or we're doing something and then you make me late and then I feel terrible for the people that are well, there Well, no, that's not me. true because in Reno, they were waiting on us for dinner and I'm the one at the door, like, opening the hotel room while you're on the phone being like, can we walk and talk at the same time? People are waiting on us. It was downstairs and it was dinner. Anyway, my point is that I don't know how you can be late. I get fucking anxiety. I get anxiety. Mm. I go crazy when I'm late. Yeah. And and you don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> um, but I had, I had another thought. And, and, and oh, We were talking well, about kids and it's hard um, being in two different places and how Delilah loved Encanto so much. Oh, my oh God. And, we were, and we were late. That's what we're talking about. Well, and, and now we have to... Um, you know, encourage Delilah into what we think she might like. Well, she right? loves, they, they do do dance at her preschool. Oh yeah. Someone comes and teaches what a dance class left on Thursday. Left step, left step. She says shuffle, hop. And she does yeah. her little foot, like yeah. a little tap shuffle. She goes shuffle, <gasps> hop. I should get her little it's tap the, shoes. It's the, no. Just to start playing around the house. Yes. Get her, she needs some but little tap she, shoes. She, and then she was, she was doing impressions. I go, I go, how was Encanto, honey? And she goes, she jumped out of her seat and then she was like walking across the then the living room, like like doing her thing. And I mean, definitely, she definitely has a different type of attention span for things like that than Garrett does. Yeah. Or did. Yeah. And now now Garrett, you know, he like I want to take him to this new um Mario Brothers movie that's out. Oh, I haven't I haven't seen the previous one. I think it. he'll love it, but you know, now Garrett loves going to a movie with me. Yeah. You know, we go to the movie, me and him, you know, the family, we get our little popcorn uh-huh. and, and he loves it. Although now he'll now. tell me when I take him, cause you know, we used to do the snack pack and now he'll be like, mom, can I get a big icy please? Does it have to be the snack pack size? Cause they give you yeah, the little, tiny little one. one. Uh, no, he, you know, we're all about it. So it, it's going to start to get very difficult, you know, and, that, and that's one of the things that, that I admire about, about Travis, you know, Travis has a second son. And he always tells me, he's like, I am going to do the same for him that I did for my older son. Yeah. So poor Travis coaching our team that we've always coached mm-hmm. and then also coaching Campbell's team and his dedication to it, his attitude towards it. And 
his, like, I will make it happen. So sometimes Travis is doing a game in the morning coaching his four-year-old or five-year-old. And then he's hauling ass to us to make that work. So he's doing double duty because, you know, he wants to give his younger son the same commitment that he gave his older son. And that's where you get worn out. That's, you know, because it's hard, man. And it's, yeah, it's like, God, now there's two kids to give the same effort to. I don't know how people do it with three, four kids. I I have no clue how somebody survives that. Yeah. You know, and and I guess you start to realize too that, you know, like your situation when your parents had your sister years later, that they're like, yeah, fuck it. You know? No, they were never like that. You're just... Uh, the other thing that's hard is like the, the age gap yeah. with Garrett and Delilah, you know, and my sister and I had that same age gap too. That's hard. No, you had a bigger age gap. Yeah. Much bigger age gap. Um, very excited. Omaha was, was it was a, a cold, a huge success. It was cold. Um, and that club's kind of a, kind of a, uh, um, famous club. It's just, oh, is it? Why? Yeah, it's just the Omaha funny bone. It's just always been a club that people know about, talk about. The when room, was the last time you were in Omaha? Nine years. Holy and the reason, cow. The reason I know that is because nine years ago, uh-huh. my friend from high school, Courtney, she took me out to lunch. And then uh, her husband at that time was a fireman. Uh-huh. We met him at his firehouse. And then we went and had, um, the next day we had a hang at her house uh, with her husband. and, uh-huh. and, her, and But she had a baby. At that time. Yeah. Right? And I was like, man, I go, God, what was that, seven years ago? She goes, no, my daughter's nine. Wow. And I'm like, holy. Wow. So nine years. Why so long since you've been back to Omaha? I don't know. Um, you know, we the first time I went nine years ago, we didn't do that great. Yeah. You know, we didn't. It seems like Omaha would be a tough market. It was great. We sold, I mean, we probably could have sold out um, another show, and the people there were were super sweet and super gracious and and oh my god you know tell captain evil hello and you know we miss captain evil and we love her tell her we love her and you know but it was it was amazing you know and we had such a wonderful time entertaining those folks so uh this week is easter um a lot of work to do i'm a little anxious yeah because i want to get to work yeah it's been a crazy uh a crazy couple weeks Mm -hmm. and then we're going to indianapolis so we are doing the Helium Comedy Club in downtown Indianapolis. Oh, we got to figure out too. We might have to, because we're like traveling so much with podcasting. We might either have to do like a long episode next week, or maybe we take a week off, or I don't know. We got to, Rick, Rick we got to figure out with you what we're going to do about that. Because. Because. You me. share. No, this is your thing. You share. Well, we got hired to do a, a private event. Apparently, um, somebody rented out all of Norwegian Cruise Line. Oh, see, I don't even know all these juicy details. The whole ship. And they hired me to be their entertainment. And I refused to do things without my wife. So they included my wife. Uh-huh. So after Indianapolis, we will fly to Miami. They will pick us up to go to the Dominican Republic. Uh-huh. Um, and we will have Monday night off to hang out. Yeah. Right? And to do a little... And then, um, which probably means gambling because you're on a boat. Uh, kind of means sleep. Um, like my dad always says, get you some, some sleep. 
Um, and then Tuesday I perform uh, for this group and then they drop us off in St. Thomas and then we fly home. So Renee and I will get a little kind of a, a little work vacation. Yeah. Um, and then I was talking to Norwegian. You're right. We probably will just sleep. I feel like what's Easter and then that next couple of weeks, I'm probably just a lot of sleep. But I started talking to them and, and they were talking to me about my interest in, in veterans and what I do for veterans. Yeah. Well, Norwegian is going to launch a campaign to give veterans a discount to be on their cruises. Mm -hmm. So I told them that I would like to help get the word out to veterans and we're going to, we're going to work out something really special with Norwegian to be able to have one of you guys who is a veteran win a trip they're going you're going to give away a cruise isn't that cool yes i thought that was so cool when you're talking about it and there you were like well you know maybe we could do something like this and they were like yeah we can do that and just like that yep you can give away a cruise so it's it is it is very exciting we're, we're so happy well i can't wait to go back you know to indianapolis because of course that's where i met timmy oh we're gonna get to meet timmy's new grandbaby Oh, possibly, right? possibly. Right? Yeah. yeah, Timmy's a grandpa, dude. And he did wear, so we bought him, we, <laughs> <coughs> we bought him a, a whole package. A of, slew of grandpa gear. Of grandpa shit, dude. Grandpa mugs. Grandpa keychain. Grandpa keychain. Grandpa t-shirts. T-shirts, all kinds of stuff. So, you know, Timmy, like me, always wears tank tops, which by the way, I stole that from Timmy. Timmy. Timmy was the Timmy's one. Timmy's the original tank top. He's the original warrior. tank top. And then uh, we got a tank top that says uh, Grandpa Bod. And dude, he wears it all the time. Does he? All the time. <laughs> um, it, you know, Timmy is one of those guys that he really doesn't show you a lot of emotion. No, he does you know, not. Timmy, Timmy is always very even keeled. Um, yeah. Doesn't say thank you, but doesn't need to because he's very, he shows you thank you with his actions. Um, he's not a, a, he doesn't get frazzled easily. Doesn't get frazzled. Um, he's just a very even killed guy and doesn't smile much unless we're laughing about something stupid. Oh, but he'll laugh yeah. with us. Oh, we laugh. He has a good laugh. Yeah, we laugh. Timmy he gets, likes to Timmy laugh. Timmy gets a case of the giggles. Yeah. Timmy likes sure. to laugh. But, and then me and Timmy just take jokes to a whole nother, mm. like by the time you can, if you go, what are y'all laughing about? We're like, look, we, I can't even catch you up. <laughs> like it has gotten ridiculous, but um, to see him talk about his grandson, to see the smiles on his face when he talks about his grandson. Yes. It's just been, it's been a really beautiful thing to, um, to see Timmy kind of, and, and Timmy's a, a, a legit tough guy. I mean, the guy was the, the captain of the Indianapolis rugby team. He's a very, very tough guy. And, you know, he just kind of has a scowl about him. Yeah. Like some people will go, hey, man, Timmy's scary. We yeah. get that a lot. Oh my God, Timmy's going to kill somebody, right? <laughs> like we get that a lot. Um, so to see his face light up and to see him, you know, so hopefully we'll get to meet his grandson. Maybe we'll do something special for his grandson. Yeah. I mean, we have been, you know, Renee's, I don't know what, Renee's got a soft spot for Timmy. So she's <laughs> she's been over sending gifts to his grandson, which has been really sweet of you yeah. and, and nice. But Indianapolis, I'm looking forward to. I'm really looking forward to having a day off with you on a cruise. 
Yeah, it'll um, be good. Me and you. It'll be good. No I'm kids, looking forward so. to it. Very well, oh, but the whole family's coming to Indianapolis. Yes. So we're gonna need your suggestions. We're gonna need your recommendations. I've never done Indianapolis. It's a cool town. Indianapolis yeah. is a very cool town. Yeah. It's a real city. Uh, it's been a while since we've been to a city where I'm like, uh, what am I going to do with the kids? And like actually kind of go and look look what's around. Research. Got to do some yeah, research. Yeah. It's been a while since I've done research. Now we go to a city and I'm like, oh, this will be perfect for the kids. We've never done this with Delilah, but we did it with Garrett. So this is the first time that we're, we're going to go to a new city. I didn't think about that. Well, I should ask Garrett what he wants to do. Yeah, we should get a list of, of what can be done yeah. in Indianapolis. So, what's good for both of them? Because it's hard. Garrett's like like here in our town. Garrett's kind of aging out of our children's museum, and Delilah is like just getting really, really into it. So, what's good for a seven year old in a, Indy and a pretty advanced two and a half year old? Um, oh, they threw Delilah in the pool. Yes. Oh, and you know what? Someone, I saw in the comments, someone said, show us uh, Delilah swimming. I do need to post a, like an update video. I want to even go through my phone and like find video of like her first session floating in the water to today. It, it is incredible, man. I mean, she floats with her head up and she can count one and she counts to like 20. Yeah. Um, but I have to show you that from this morning, cause it's like her test, it's her last week. And so part of it first, they throw them in their summer clothes and then, which she did yesterday with Rebecca since we were out of town. And then this morning it was winter clothes. So boots and a big old puffy little puffer vest with a, a hoodie on it. And she was not excited <laughs> about getting in the pool in her clothes, but she floated and her boots were not light. Like she kept her little legs up and did it. Oh, she's amazing. And, and. You know, I, I, I got home yesterday and I, I thanked my kids. I said, thank you guys for, you know, understanding that we do have to travel and, and thank you for, you know, sacrificing for us. And, and I think that, that sometimes parents forget that these are little humans. Yeah. You know, you do not, you're not the boss of them. You don't own them. You don't, they're people. Yeah. You know, and I think that, and, and teachers have a bad habit as well of saying, I need you to do this. And I need you to be quiet. And I need you to go over here. Oh, I not need just, you to line not up. just teachers. But, but, but I'm saying teachers, moms, moms parents, yeah. they, they, they have a habit of going, I need you to sit down and be quiet. And it's like, well, who, would you talk to anybody that way? Yeah, that was so loud. You wouldn't, you, you wouldn't talk to, I, you know, Rick and I work together. I would never call Rick and go, hey, Rick, I need you to do this. And I need you to do that. I wouldn't talk to him that way. I wouldn't talk to anybody that way. So I don't talk to my kids that way. Yeah. You know, I, I talk to my kids as people and as partners. And I say, hey, thank you for for understanding and being sweet with us that we did have to travel because travel is part of our job. And I appreciate you, you know, being good, good people and yeah. being uh, understanding. And Well, it's just you know, it's hard when we're both gone. It's hard. It's hard when we're both gone at the same time. It's very, very hard. And, and you know, I always say that you, you cannot treat children like kids. Yes, they're kids, but they're, you're, 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 you need to treat them like the adults they're going to be. Yeah. You know, and if you... But, and, but with that, it's balanced too. Like there's the saying, let kids be kids. Like yeah, also don't too. take away their childhood, their childhood from right. them. Yeah. And, and I, tell, I tell Garrett at night, you know, when we're doing our bedtime stuff, I also tell him like, hey, you know, son, 
being a dad is very difficult and I'm trying the very best I can. And I want you to know that I'm going to make mistakes. I made a mistake. I've done made mistakes and I'm sorry. Yeah. And I appreciate you and I love you. And, and I want you to know, son, that, that I'm trying to be the very best dad that I can be. And, you know, he always goes, no, dad, you're amazing. And it's okay if you make mistakes and, you know, but we have those real conversations, yeah. me and my kids, where I say, hey, guys, like, believe me, you know, I am trying my best. And I think that, that it was something that, that I would have liked to hear from my parents. Yeah. You know, I would have liked my parents to go, hey, I know we did, we made some mistakes, but Steve, please understand that, man, I really tried to be a good parent to you. Yeah. And I did the very best I could, you know. So I, I just think that the philosophy of raising kids um, needs to be more of a relationship yeah. versus a, I need you to do this. And, yeah. you know, you need to listen to me. You have to listen to me. Well, they say, have you ever heard, it's similar to what you're saying, the idea that um, what are the traits that are important important that your child possesses as they get older. Do you want them to be, when we're talking about, you need to listen to me. Do you want them to be an obedient adult? Is that important to you? Well, no, not necessary. No. So then why are we treating them that way as children to be obedient children when that's not necessarily a skill we want them to have as adults? You know, I was talking to a baseball parent yesterday and I'm not going to name any names, but he called me up and he said, Hey, you know, my son was upset about this. He goes, and we have been trying to encourage our son to let us know how he feels so that we understand how to, how to help him navigate, help him navigate it. He goes, and for the first time, he actually spoke, he actually spoke up and said, Hey dad, I'm upset at the game because this happened to me Mm -hmm. and I, I want to come and tell you this. Right. So as a parent, you're obligated to, you got to back him up and make him feel supported. Yeah. You got to back him up. And you got to call the coaches and say, hey, my son felt like this. What happened? Why did that happen? Right? Mm -hmm. So, again, what happened to that young man was a mistake. We we made a mistake. And that kid ended up on the bench two innings in a row, which was not supposed to happen. So, I owe that kid an apology. Yeah. You know? And I need to go to that kid on Tuesday or Wednesday when we have practice and say, hey, I want you to know that that was not supposed to happen. You have every right to feel that way. You are a good baseball player, and I'm sorry. I apologize that that happened to you. Yeah. And we are going to do better, right? So those are all the things that that I think when it comes to parenting um, that we have been very successful in the, hey, we we talk to you like a person. Yeah. Right? Oh, Uh, there's Delilah. There's Delilah. I do. Oh my gosh. No, Delilah's just such a screamer in a way that Garrett is not. Delilah I mean, gets she's she's getting a little she's getting better. I feel like is her command of the English language improves. Frustrated. Yeah. I'm frustrated. How many two year olds so do you know? I'm frustrated with this. How many two year olds do you know go, I'm so frustrated right now? <laughs> she's two. It's the cutest thing ever. And she's she's really talking about you. He's like, oh, that lady. I go, I know how you feel. I know how you feel. <laughs> anyway, I better wrap it up. It, we are, we're going too long, but we love you guys so much. And, and I would like to give a shout out to Aztec Chevrolet, who has continued to support us, who has continued to be good to us. And uh, we absolutely love our friends at Aztec Chevrolet. Please give them a chance. Old Salt Coffee today. <laughs> I told Renee, what coffee's in there? 
Oh, because I keep it in a glass jar, like all sealed up with a little scoop. Yeah, and you asked me. You, you found the scoop. Sure. Oh, it was in the side of the coffee pot where it goes. The coffee maker. There's a little hook. I kept that looking hangs for the it, damn scoop. But I, I took it. I put it back in the thing. Um, but we love our old salt coffee. It is absolutely delicious. Yes. I did have somebody in Omaha come up to me and say that they are now crackheads with old, old salt, salt coffee. coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, pick cherries. We love them very, very much. Download the app. That's the, I mean, it doesn't cost you anything. Help us out. Please, please, please. Renee and I are a big part of Pick Cherries. Pick a cherry. I'm always so, curious to see what cherries people pick. I am I am uh, interested in that too. I, like, I always pick the chocolate-covered ones from Dorinda's. Um, but we had a lot of fun on this podcast, and we love you guys so, so very much, and we will continue to keep you updated on our lives. And, and we are going to start videotaping our day-to-day and give you guys some little mini um, Steve Trevino. Oh my God, Trevino. I thought that was so funny when you posted the video of us working in the yard and then people started calling you the Captain Evil because you were telling me where to park the Polaris. Why did you park so there? Good. It was Why'd so good. There? We didn't even catch it when you said that I to didn't me. Either. I, I'm then, kind of upset that I didn't catch it. Yeah, but we should have known it. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful weekend and remember to choose to wake up and be positive. Till next time.